Welcome to The Realtor Lady. I'm Michelle Riplogle. Today, I want to talk to you about pets. Pets in the home and real estate. I was thinking about this the other day because I had my grandson's cat come and I pet sit for this cat. And my other son, he brought his dog and I love animals. And I was thinking, I love having them in my home. That's really fun. I actually do not want to live with them full time. But I had gone on a listing presentation and I walked into this house. It was this huge house. It had vaulted ceilings, a catwalk, which is a kind of a floating hallway to the bedroom. So it's just a huge open house. And they had two very, very large cat boxes, litter boxes, And this home literally was a 3,000 square foot cat box because those cats ruled that house and it smelled like it. And you really felt like it was all about the cats, which is fine. I completely get it that those are their babies and they they were older cats. They were nice cats. But I could see this was going to be a difficult sell because they're older cats and you can't move them. And the idea of the podcast today was just to give you an idea how much pets influence your sale and your overall net gains from the proceeds of your sale because cats can really affect the condition of the home. Cats unfortunately pee and they soak through the flooring and the concrete often has to be treated after the flooring is removed and then put back. So that's a house with a slab floor. And when you ask how to get the cat smell out, it's Google it. I mean, it's always remove the floors and treat the subfloor. And if it's concrete, that's even worse because they can get in there and that smell just doesn't want to come out. So if you're selling, take a look at your little fur furry uh, cats there and and know that you may have a little bit more work ahead of you than just paint and carpet. You may actually have to do some real remediation for that to get the highest possible price. Also, uh, dogs. Dogs are great. I love dogs. Um, But true story, I was showing property to some clients. I'd sold, helped them buy and sell a few houses since then. And this may be the reason why. We walked up to a property. I jumped out of the car. Uh, They were in the car with their son. And I said, I'll go knock on the door and we'll go in because I'd made an appointment. And I didn't see any issue. The house looked nice enough. There's parking and we, you know, pulled up and I ran up to the door. And as I was going to go up the stairs, this little blob of white, just little furry thing came right around the corner and at me. And I remember it's a piercing feeling. It doesn't feel good. And I was su- completely surprised. Now my clients, they were just getting out of the car. The one gets back in the car with the son who's four. The other one grabs me and is trying to get me in the car. And this guy in a robe comes out, kind of 
trying to fix himself. He's got this mangy hair, you know, the cigarette hanging out, the whole thing. And he said, oh, uh, you know, and he goes and gets the dog. But he doesn't really say anything. He was kind of like, you know, you shouldn't be here or something. And I said, I made an appointment. And he said, well, it's my wife's house and I don't want to sell it. Oh, my gosh. So I got bit by a dog because these guys had a bad divorce. Now, that's an exaggerated example. But keep in mind, your dog doesn't love everybody. Your dog sees people as an agent of change often. And they can be very defensive and they can bite or, you know, worse yet, just cause a lawsuit so be very careful with your dogs. In the last couple of years, I've had really great experiences with people and their dogs. They seem to really understand their dogs can cause issues for people, especially for people who are afraid of dogs. I am not afraid of dogs. I still really like dogs a lot. But that's a really good example of um, why you want to be careful with your dogs. Another example is I was showing a property in San Jose. It was a townhome. My clients really wanted to see it. And the agent said, well, you know, it'd be better if you went this weekend. We're going to have an open house. And I said, oh, you know, my client wants to see it today. And he said, okay, go ahead and go. There's a dog there, but, you know, he won't bite. He, he might growl a little bit, but, you know, he, he's fine. And I was like, oh, all right. So we go, we open the the townhome, it didn't show well anyway. There was blankets and stuff all over for this dog. And then the dog was barking really loud, growling. And you know what? That dog was just scared. We really scared that dog. And I felt so bad. And I thought as an owner, that's a really uncool thing to do to the dog. We survived it. We were okay. But that dog didn't know what was going on. And we were strangers. So again, Try to make arrangements for your dog and help them with this process. Know that realtors aren't always their favorite people. Dogs have an insane sense of knowing who the agent of change is. And sometimes they're great. I've had a dog come running at me, growling and barking. And I said, show me your house. And the dog whipped it around and took me to their house. And other dogs are just terrified. So please Keep in mind your pets when you're moving. And that would be one of your first thoughts before you even hire a real estate agent or go through the process of selling is how are we going to help our pets manage this transition? Can they go live with a, a family member or can they go stay somewhere for a while to help them with the hustle and bustle of preparing a property for sale and then eventually selling it? The other thing is lizards, snakes, and uh, other reptiles. While they are safely in their cage, most of the time I think I've had one escape, um, usually it's the smell. The smell is very distinctive, and sometimes owners don't realize that smell It can be very strong. So that's another situation. I had a seller who was just right on it and said, Hey, you know what? We're, we're the reptiles are going to go live with a family member and, and they had the carpets clean and they got it. The other thing is fish tanks. Be very careful with fish tanks when you're selling, because you can open yourself up to issues later if there's damage underneath because of the fishy fish tank, fishy tanks. Um, so 
that's my story of pets. And I want to make sure that uh, you have taken care of your pets, not just because they might bite me, but because they actually might bite you in terms of how much you actually sell your home for or how much uh, value they could actually take away from any damage that they've done to the property or uh, scaring, scaring potential buyers away. And that's my podcast on pets. I'll see you in the next one. Hey, thank you for listening. If you want to talk more, find me on livethesantacruzlife.com, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, or give me a call. My number's in the show notes. Love to hear from you.